Welcome to the Rick Chappell Podcast, Episode 1. I'm Rick Chappell. That gargoyle over there is Kevin. She might join us later. We don't know. Oh, see, she does this thing where if I want her to be on camera, she hides. And if I don't want her to be on camera, she's right in my face while I'm trying to do something else. Cats, man. Well, how's everybody doing today? This is the uh, first official episode of the podcast. How about that? I decided to do a podcast because everybody can and everybody can does basically so why not me too uh every second sunday i do the uh live stream song challenge thing where i write a whole song but i don't feel like doing that every sunday and i want to put out a little more content so in between those sundays we do this where i grab a guitar off the wall and uh i've tried to set up a thing where i have a big ambient guitar patch going but let's see if it works it worked last week my last week i mean two weeks ago there we go. I have no idea what we're going to talk about today, and that's always kind of the point at the beginning, right? Start with that inquisitive tone. We're just going to make some ambience, and I'm going to watch Kevin in the screen there. Try to get her to come play, because that'd be a great... Uh, that's a podcast in and of itself, just a guy playing guitar who's also playing with a cat. I mean, that gets... That doesn't get the people talking. I don't know what does, you know. I'm drinking tea also, you know. It's way too hot still. Let's just play some guitar for a bit here. I'll show you one of my screens here. Part of what you're hearing right now, all that all that goo, that's all a laptop doing a bunch of crazy stuff. But the main guitar is uh, an Axe FX. So we'll go to one of my favorite sounds here, my Crunchberries preset, a name I stole from Metallica. And what's going on in this one? There's a... Uh, kind of a cool echo thing. I'll turn that off at first here so you can hear just the main sound. Oh, no, we're listening to the GP100. That's why it's a little off. There we go. There's the axe effects now. Now let's get all the goop in it. I don't know if these sounds are going to be soothing or annoying. And you always find out about uh, 10 seconds later. What did we talk about on the last episode? The last episode was mostly just an explanation of gear, so I guess we really shouldn't do that again. I have uh, the big multi-angle set up with my iPhone buried way in the corner over there. That's probably the most useless angle, but um, we'll see if... Oh, are they in sync? Oh, they're not. 
This USB webcam is the cheapest one I've got, so we'll uh, take that right out of there. Go back to the main. Hopefully that's in sync, right? <laughs> mention the guitar at least right this is a what year is this 2015 Jimi Hendrix Fender Stratocaster made in Mexico I picked it up in 2019 I believe somewhere around there 1819 pre-pandemic know that much at least my old buddy from high school James had a friend of his and her boyfriend was selling this guitar so I bought it. One of the reasons I uh, have kept it for as long as I have, five years is not really all that long, but one of the reasons I needed to have it when I saw it too was my first guitar ever was a Squire Stratocaster, you know, the, the cheapest one you get in the pack when you want to learn how to play guitar when you're a kid, of course. And it had to be white. I wanted a white one because Jimi Hendrix played a white one, and he's awesome. So... There you go. Not that I really stayed a, a big Hendrix fan years later. I got way more into the heavier metals. But I mean, come on. There's good, good riffs everywhere. So this is not my first guitar, obviously, but I don't have that white Stratocaster anymore, so I have this one. And uh, there you go. I've been meaning to make some more YouTube videos uh, where I just tell the stories of my guitars, because I've done two, uh, and I made them uh, like years ago now, and they're still like my most viewed videos. And I don't mean like of all time, I mean like every week, they just like keep on climbing. And it's just me being like this, so... Uh, Expect a few more of those videos in the future. The things that make this one a unique Jimi Hendrix model are the flipped headstock there and then this pickup being backwards. The pickup being backwards, I'm not crazy about. Both things make it a little bit brighter and sharper. The headstock, I love. That looks cool, feels cool. Tuning it backwards is not weird to me. My Solars like it. Like, I don't know. I've had guitars that are like the style before, so it doesn't feel odd. And it's a big headstock, too, so you can really get your thumb up there if you wanted to. Like... If I play live, I usually have my guitars stupidly low, so having a brace there to be able to, like, actually move the neck around, you can still play, you know, your A's and... The big echo I have on the Axifex there has that pitch shifter in it, which I like. So there's that octave up. Eek. 
We ran out of goo. live by the way so if you watch them on YouTube which is where they get more views by more I mean you know six the uh, they happen live every second Sunday like I was saying before and there is a chat if anybody wants to join in if they are here I see we do have somebody so I'm bad at letting people know when I'm gonna stream though I gave everybody uh, about 30 seconds notice today by making an Instagram story. But I did change the category of my thing on Twitch to just chatting. There wasn't one for just strumming. Or we would have picked that. Maybe we'll play a song. Oh, I wonder if I can make some ambience that I can like build into a cover song that uh, y'all might recognize. I'll pull up some lyrics because I have the power. And if I didn't say that, you wouldn't even know I did it. Aside from all the reading I might obviously do. That's oh, lame that the webcam went out of sync, eh? Let's put it back on there for a second. If I put my, uh... Yeah. That webcam is way behind. The phone is pretty much... You know what's crazy is the phone is wireless. But the webcam's wired and, uh... Cheaply bought on Amazon. <laughs> is my tea, uh... Drinkable temperature yet? Oh, we're getting there, buddy. We're getting there. Some Genmaki, I think, or Genmakai. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's a Japanese rice tea. You buy it at the grocery store. And it's good. I don't know if this is going to work, but let's try it. And I'd give up forever to touch you. It's a bad start, because I know that you'd feel me somehow. You're the closest to heaven that I've ever been. And I don't want to go home right now. And all I can taste is this moment. And 
All I can breathe is your life And sooner or later it's over I just don't want to miss you tonight And I don't want the world to see me Cause I don't think that they'd understand When everything's made to be broken I just want you to know Can't fight the tears that ain't coming Or the moment truth in your lies When everything feels like the movie Yeah, you bleed just to know you're alive Yeah, I don't want the world to see me Cause I don't think that they'd understand When everything's made to be broken I just want you to know who I am cover song of the podcast how can you tell that i haven't talked at all today it's 12 30 and literally yeah i rolled out of bed came here if i out of bed and came here i mean to the next room and uh yeah it's the first time i've sung so that tea came in handy
Hopefully the mix is okay and stuff. We're, uh, we're flying kind of blind. This is a one-man operation, so I am, of course, my own sound man. Ah, come on. Trying to get my feet on a footrest here. Let's move some stuff so I don't cause any hazards. Oh, here we go. Look at me discovering my, uh, my position while we're filming, but who cares? Get the worst posture you can, yep. Lock the chair in. Oh, unlock the chair, yeah. I'm gonna open the window actually for a second. It's getting a little warm in here. There we go. That'll help a bunch. I'm also wearing a big sweater and big warm pajamas. And whacking this guitar into the uh, into the chair just repeatedly, just beating it like it owes me money here. Remember the days. Uh. Anywho, that echo is still going, eh? Look at that. The echo is here because of my hatred of silence. So if you'll notice, not a lot of silence going on anymore. And every once in a while, it just makes some cool sound. Like, there's that creepy wish-wash going on there. If you listen to this in headphones, it's all in stereo and well-recorded, because I've piled together all of the interfaces and everything I've pretty much ever owned over the years. Aside from the ones I broke <laughs> and sold. Dang. I used to have a big board that was really good. It was a Behringer X32. Before they were cool! Literally, I bought it back in like 2015. It was a great unit. But, do you really need all that uh, inputs and outputs when you just buy yourself at home? No, you don't. So you just buy two audio interfaces instead, because you, you know, one guy still needs at least, you know, 18 inputs or whatever I use. Should we change guitars here? I don't know. Nah, I should stick to one for a whole podcast. That would at least give it some continuity, right? I think I used this one on the first song in a day live stream. I know I used it on one of them, but I think it was the first one. I don't know if those are going well or not. I've written uh, like six or seven now, I guess, songs live on Twitch. And some of them have been better than others, obviously. But I, I struggle to think of one that's really stood out, you know? I think there was one called Back in Time that I liked. But, meh, usually I've forgotten them by the next day, which is never a good sign. I sh could put more work into them. I was about to say should. The answer probably is should. Maybe the next one will go a little longer. Because I usually I finish the podcast when I go, okay, it sounds like the song. There you go. And time kind of thing, you know? But then, inevitably, two hours later, I'm like, oh, I should have had a little uh, more bass there. Or, or whatever, you know? And then the next, by the next day, I already have a version 2.0 that's literally the same thing, but maybe I cut a bar out of it even, or whatever. You know, things evolve quickly. But I feel like that part of the evolution process is even more boring than watching me go, 
No. No. Maybe. Maybe. Which is how we write songs every time, basically. Play a bunch of things you know don't work. Oh, yeah, let's get some more goop in there. I didn't even notice it was gone. What did I say right off the bat there about Kevin not coming to play, eh? She was right on the desk. She was playing with guitar. Every time I put a guitar pick down, I would just, like, hear. If I put a guitar pick down and then looked at somewhere else, I would inevitably, like, bam. And one time I caught her full on, like, it was adorable, man. But she won't do it on camera. Well, one of these days, I'm sure. buddies at work said I should get guests on my podcast and I was like you're not wrong that's probably a great way to reach out to people and you know have uh, more content but the people I want to reach out to are all uh, I don't know if that's I don't know if I should reach that far you know my buddy Chris has his own podcast but I mean the last episode I heard he had Steve Vai on it so I don't think we're really in the same league you know <laughs> that'd be a fun podcast though Chris or Steve Vai.
Last time I ate Pop Tarts on the podcast, and there's uh there's some Pop Tarts over there. We might we might make that a thing. I feel like I have to blow my nose, but I feel like my nose is really itchy, but it's like kind of crusty, so I don't want to touch it at all. You know, this is an awkward position to be in. been a lot of guitar in this episode we should chat a little more we're 27 minutes in that's basically halfway if we do an hour i'm unsure if these are going to be an hour or an hour 20 or really that much like i said earlier it's episode one and that says that in the title too you historian you think about making even some thumbnails for these might uh might go the whole nine yards you know hit that uh, joe rogan experience level of uh clout Ugh. I wonder if you can hear that when my jaw pops when I yawn. It's fun. Part of me fell apart years ago, so it's been a whole time. Anyways. Oh, I should talk about the um, <clears throat> video I'm going to post this week. So I want to post, uh, aside from just doing these podcasts and song streams on Sundays, throughout the week I'll post a video or maybe two of something else, like a, a regular video that's not an hour long you know, or three hours long or whatever. So the one that's coming out this week, I already finished up. I found some footage of me and my old roommate, Brandon Kingma, uh, tracking vocals for my album, Black Tie Affair. Oh, I should have a copy of it. That'd be a great time to go promo. Anyways, I have a new album out called Black Tie Affair. It came out in January. It's almost not that new anymore. 
But uh, there's a song on it called Light Strides that we recorded the vocals at uh, in the living room. So he was living with me for like about a year or so, I think. And it's a two-bedroom space. I was in this room. He was in what's now my bedroom. And I had this set up, but a queen bed that took up basically up to here, to the wall, you know? So there was no amp. There was no couch. There was none of that. And uh, it was fun. We got by. It was nice. And then... Um, he had an iMac in his room for a little studio too. So one day we were like, oh, we should we should set up in the living room like some extra stuff. So I had a pair of KRK monitors that are currently living out in Yarrow. I keep meaning to go grab that I'll put back in the living room, funny enough. But I had some extra speaker stands and some extra monitors. So we set them up in the living room, threw his iMac on like a coffee table and made a studio in the living room, and uh, we tracked a couple things there. I did a Devin Townsend Quiet Riot acoustic cover. That was the first thing we did, I think. That was the first thing I did when I got my guitar back from being uh, modified. I know that. And then we did, what else did we do? We did vocals for Light Strides, and I think we did vocals for another song as well. We may have done Proceed Without Caution in the living room. Uh, what was the other one? I would know if I saw the, the chart of it, I bet. But Brandon actually helped me record a couple things on that record. He helped me record vocals there and then bass guitar on uh, a couple of the songs. One of them that was even on the Skittles EP. Uh, bass guitar on On Again? Yeah, because it had that really low boom notes in it. And then what else was there? He recorded as an engineer on... I can't remember. We worked on tons of stuff over the years. But anyways, I finally have a video of part of it. So I'm posting that. And it's about as long as uh, that explanation of it was. Where'd our goop go? It's on a volume pedal underneath the desk. The feed to that uh, crazy echo. So I can just go whoop. And feed it whenever I want. And if I leave the volume pedal cranked, then it's all on my volume knob. This guitar is so dirty. Oh my god, the light hit it just the best way there. And by best, I mean worse. I should probably have some, like, pre-ready-to-go topics. I Oh, I did! Where was it? I was going to talk about all the old bands I'd been in, but then I started to make the list and I quickly got bored of it myself already there. And I was like, none of these, only a couple of them did any recordings, so I don't have much to share. So what's really the point of those stories, you know? There was one that popped up, I'll tell you the story about. I joined a band at one point that was a couple guys that were a little older than me. It was after uh, I was in a band with people that I was in high school with. And at our last show, another band that opened for us was like, hey, you should come play for us now. Like, you guys are over, right? And I was like, we are over. Yeah, I should come play for you guys. So I did, and they're really fun. Actually, I just saw the guy on uh, Facebook. He popped up this morning. That's probably why I'm thinking of this story. And uh, at our first show, my girlfriend at the time grabbed my camera and was like, oh, we, should, we don't have any photos of, like, the band now that you're in it, you know? We took one at my audition with a radio person, but anyways... 
we uh, we did the show. All was good, but before it, we uh, we took photos in the green room backstage at a place called the Red Room, the green room of the Red Room. And in the photos, I like I don't know. I was not really all that present at that time. So I they're all sitting in chairs, and I'm on top of a pile of chairs in the background, laying like like I don't know, like Clint Eastwood or something. Not Clint Eastwood. What's the guy? Smoking the Bandit. You know the one. Burt Reynolds. I'm doing like a Burt Reynolds pose, basically, fully clothed. And uh, the photos just proceed to get sillier and sillier because everybody else kind of catches on to the fact that I'm not giving a fuck. I've always been really bad at like looking hardcore. They were a little bit more metal than uh, than me, I guess, at the time. Even though uh, I got kicked out because the uh, guitar player couldn't keep up with my tone, apparently. He had a... Uh, Fender Strats and a Metal Zone pedal and a digital uh, Marshall amp. And I was like, okay, that's cool. You do your thing, man. But uh, when I joined that band, I was like, oh, I need a loud rig to play loud music. So I bought a Massa Boogie single rectifier and used my Les Paul with EMGs and a tube screamer and called it a day. And with the 412 and everything, it was, uh, it was a lot. He had a 412 too, but his uber scooped, uber gained all high-end tone that till then had gotten them by because they had a bass player who had a good tone too got lost underneath mountains of when they wanted me to play rhythm for them which I did and it was fun but even his solos he was like I can't get loud enough I turned down as much as they wanted over and over and over it was a mutiny man I think he was out of that band right after me but anyways they were all nice guys and the drummer and me have stayed in contact. The singer's good, bass player's good. Even the guitar player who fired me. Good dude. He was like, you gotta just make your own music, man. I was like, yeah, you're right. But I was trying to help you. This Stratocaster does not have an Evertune in it, like that Stratocaster. That? Which, what looks like it on camera? That looks right on camera. That Stratocaster has an Evertune in it, which means it's always in tune. And by that I mean I just retuned it yesterday because it wasn't in tune at all. It was a brand new install, so I'm pretty sure it just takes a while to sort of settle in and stretch in and whatnot. It's been like a month or two. Oh no, it's been more than a month. I don't know. It's been a while now, and I hadn't, uh, hadn't really set it up properly for my tuning and everything just yet. So now it is. It's set up just in standard tuning, though, actually. The Stormbender beside it. Oh, I gotta get better at this pointing thing. In the frame, you can see my Hendrix Strat. The Fender 75th Anniversary Stratocaster, which, again, is just a Mexican Strat, but I put an Evertune in it because I wanted one. The frame of Stormbender prototype, which is super, super cool. Prototype because it's uh, before they were made and not official. Uh, the... Firebird I bought from my friend's dad. It's really great. Kramer Beretta Special Hot Rod, which I bought just because it was on fire. And it's a B-stock, so it's got some blemishes, but I can't find them. And it was a great deal. Zach Wild Les Paul, that doesn't work. I changed the pickups. It had EMG HCs in it. Those suck. 
So I put an 81 in the bridge, and then I tried to solder in some stuff to make it work really cool with like a recharge pack. Didn't work. So right now it's a, a paperweight. Oh, camera froze. And the Frankenstrat. Who doesn't love a Frankenstrat? Oh, as I wail the headstock again on the desk. Best thing about guitars, man. They're made of trees so they can take a beating. Like I was saying earlier, this guitar is the one backwards pickup. So there's that really sharp position. It's also got vintage wiring, which means I have no control over that pickup at all. Or at least it's tone. It's a great guitar, though. I do love it. If you're going to have two Stratocasters, you may as well have one that's very different than the other one, right? That's the whole point. So I've actually even got like little 0.8 gauge strings on this, and it's a whole different guitar than my, uh, than everything else I own, that's for sure. But it's like my first one, so there's a double reason to keep it. I always have to talk myself into keeping every guitar, because I love all the guitars, I want to go buy them all. So the ones that you have, you got to be like, ah, why do I still have this? Why don't I sell this to get something else? And it's got to be for a very good reason, whether it be sentimental or it's just the best version of it you can get, you know? Like my Explorer, which I sold uh, just the other week. Finally got delivered to the guy. I got a happy email, so that's great. Sent him the Sad But True cover because I, post I posted it right after I shipped it out, but I filmed it like right before I boxed it up even. So that was cool. Hopefully he loves that thing. I sold that thing to buy another Explorer. Hopefully there's a Gibson Explorer coming soon. I'm kind of eyeing something, but you'll know when I know. And yeah... There's your guitar gear update for the, uh, I was, was it your bi-weekly guitar update? Sure. I want to say for the week. But this is not a weekly occurrence, folks. No, no, no. Honeycomb big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Echo big. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
I'm all out of tea, man. I'm all out of tea. That's just a sad reality. Oh, that was bad. Let's talk a little bit about my next record because this ambience reminds me of a song on the next record. And I'll be playing the little bits of it, I'm sure, while I talk about it. There's a song on the next record called Messiah that I wrote in 2021. Yeah, I think. I started writing it though, like I found an idea from 2019 that had parted like the chords and stuff, you know? But I wrote the song in 2021. Like I have a file that's like, bam, there you go. That sounds like the song. It's got the words, it's got the drums, it's got all the, the stuff, you know? But the fun fact about that file is it's just an MP3. It's not a logic file. So by that I mean I don't have like the ability, I don't have the, the session, like the, the recording of it. I only have a phone memo essentially that sounds really good. But it's not perfect. It's got like a terrible verse and some flubby words in it because I was still working on it and I just didn't hit save like a dummy. But then uh, a couple weeks ago I re-recorded it all finally. And it's not done just yet. But it's uh, it's way farther than it was a month ago. Let's put it that way. Hey, kitty cat. I have another cat that's not Kevin, and she's coming into play now. This is Nookie. She's paralyzed, so if you see a cat waddling weird in the background, she's fine. She's just not fine. She's been paralyzed her whole life. This isn't new. She's doing just fine. Again, I don't know how to segment these kinds of things. I feel like this is a very specific kind of podcast. If you like crippled cats, me, and guitar playing, I've got the content for you. Yeah, there she is. play another song both the cats are in here let's sing a song so they don't kill each other maybe I'm amazing the way you no, oh, no, I can't. That's, that's way too high for right now. Way too high. Quiet it down. Maybe I'm amazed at the way you love me all the time. Maybe I'm afraid of the way I leave you. I don't remember all the chords. Let's learn it together. Maybe I'm amazed at the way you're with me time that's the wrong line maybe I'm amazed of the way I really need you that's what it sounds like when you learn a song by ear maybe I'm a man or maybe I'm a lonely man who's in the middle of something that he doesn't really understand 
Maybe I'm a man Maybe you're the only woman Who could ever help me Baby, will you help me understand? Well, that one's weird with all the goop on it today. I think Iris worked better. I'm going to take five for a second and blow my nose. to turn on my little background lamp earlier better than the last podcast or not podcast uh, last song stream where i forgot to have the audio going for an hour until my buddy sean joined and was like hey i think you got muted and i was like mm -mm, was never working but then i saved it and realized i hadn't been recording the uh youtube version either so i fixed two things at once and the youtube version's perfect you never know Except for the fact it starts out with me explaining exactly what just went wrong and being embarrassed and totally taken out of the writing mode and thrust into embarrassment. Hey, Kev. Come on, please hang out. For the second half of the podcast, I would like a kitten. You want the guitar pack? That might work. We're going to do our absolute best to have a kitten guest. Oh, she's starting to climb. I don't want to get your guys' hopes up too much because she's the most flaky cat I've ever uh, experienced in my life. And I got one that can't even walk. This one's perfect. But just skittish. 
There we go. We got a cat, folks. This is Kavina. Oh, you bitch. See? She attracted a fly. Oh, that was just a loose hair, I think, in the air. There's a bed just off screen now behind here because for the next like month and a half, I'm going to have a roommate. Just because a coworker might need a place to stay for a month and a half before they move away. So I was like, yeah, sure, just we'll pop a little bed in here. And you can't even see on camera, therefore it must be perfect, right? I think on the webcam angle you could tell, but the webcam just went out of sync today, so maybe that's a bad sign for that webcam. Your Amazon Basics branded crap, you know? It was 80 bucks. It worked great at first. It's a little bright. Like the exposure's a little bright on it. But I'm also like over lighting myself to shoot with a DSLR, so maybe it's more calibrated for regular humans. It has a ring light on it, which doesn't light you at all. It's just annoying to see that it's on. Hey, Kev. You gonna play some ambience? Volume's up. Oh, the window's open, so she's got uh, distractions allure. Distractions allure? Distractions galore. Allure? She's got alluring distractions, maybe? Sure. There's a rhyme and lyric in there somewhere. Back to her gargoyle stance, though, so that's where she was at the beginning. Look at that, we've come full circle. Wondering what the cardboard box is? It's a pie. Oh, it's a pie that went bad two days ago. It was strawberry rhubarb. I can only eat so much by myself, you know. Oh, Kevin's back on the desk. Somehow she gets behind. My iMac is on the very back of the desk, and somehow she crawls behind it. Yeah, there you are. Hey, Kevy. You gonna be an actual podcast guest? Bumping mics? How old are you now? I got Kevin in October, I believe it was, of last year. And she was like two or three months at that point, somewhere in there. She was born in a field next to my uncle's house. 
because there's a barn cat out there that just keeps having kittens. And this little black bastard had to be mine. I was like, look at it. Look at it. And he named it Kevin. And then we found out that Kevin was a girl. So that's why I call her Kavina or some feminine version of the name Kevin. Or we just let her be gender fluid. I really don't care that much. It's a cat. All I know is she's cute as shit and doesn't mind it when I call her a she. So there you go. Kevin. And she attacks my feet when I play with the wall pedal. I'm trying to get her to like dance on top of the synthesizer or the drum machine. Like if she can tap stuff with her paws by accident, I'm like, music, musical cat. I could be in a band with my cat. Who doesn't want to do that? I remember I was on a podcast once years and years and years ago. Oh, I wonder if I could have him on mine. I was on uh, Zim's podcast. He's the guy that did a bunch of, um, oh, he works at the CBC when, uh, that's when we did the podcast. He took me like a whole tour of the CBC building. It was super cool. Uh, years later, I saw him. He did uh, a bunch of the DVD work for Devin Townsend on a bunch of things, but I think the live in, well, ancient amphitheater one he did. There's an interview with Devin and the uh, original bass player from way back when. And I think we toured even in there and in that room and everything. I'm pretty sure I know where that was. But anyways, the CBC building is super cool. Good old Zimmy took me in there. And then we ended up just like recording a conversation in like the break room upstairs. But it was a good little view of the city and whatnot and a good hangout. I always thought it was cool because the episode right before me was Ryan Van Puderoyen, the drummer of the Devon Townsend Project. So I was like, hey, look at that. I'm getting second billing to a guy in a band I like. Kevin, get out of that closet. It's a bad sign for the gender fluidness. Kevin, come on. Hello. I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, yeah, I could have him on the podcast, maybe. That'd be cool. Him and good old Mike. I don't know. I don't know who, how to reach out to people for a podcast, you know? And I don't know how I would feature them, because I just play guitar the whole time. Like, do you want to sit here and listen to me play guitar? And uh, talk at you? And maybe ask you questions? I don't know. Who wants to be the first guest? Who should I have? I'll have a roommate next month, but uh, I don't think they're going to want to be on here, you know? Even though they're going to sleep there. I'm going to try to film this when they're not home, you know? Kevin's pouncing like she's... Or bracing like she's going to pounce out the window, but uh, it's not open that way, hun. you going to get bonked. The first half episode I did here when I called it point five was, uh, I think, about an hour. So maybe we'll just keep these to an hour for now. I'll work on getting my hours together. Maybe next time it'll be entertaining the whole way through. That'll be the goal. We'll get strong hours, and then we will uh, maybe have longer ones if we have guests on or something. How's that sound for a podcast plan? I don't think you're supposed to make your podcast plan live on the podcast. I also think that streaming your podcast live before you post it isn't always the thing you're supposed to do but hey 
you can go your own way, and I'm gonna do that. So, I don't listen to Fleetwood Mac much. That wasn't in key. This has been episode one of the Rick Chapel podcast. There's episode point zero, but um, for whatever reason, I've decided it doesn't count as much as this one. I've been Rick. You've been an audience. Go check out my album, Black Tie Affair, because that's still the newest thing I've got out on the uh, Spotify's and the Apple Music's and whatnot. But to see even more up-to-date things, as always, go to www.rickchapel.com. R-I-C-K-C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L.com, bitches. Everything's on there. Thank you for tuning in. I will be back next week at noon to write an entire song. No clue about what.